Today, we're watching Star Trek The Next Generation. Wesley is finally about to head off to the Academy. But before he goes, he accompanies Picard on one last mission. But when they crash land, Wesley will have to save Picard and himself from an angry water spirit. From November 17th, 1990, it's Season 4, Episode 9, Final Mission, or Shut Up, Sweet Prince, Shut Up. (laughs) Uh, I'm Cam, that's Dan, and this is a Wesley Crusher fanfic about Picard as his father, not his daddy. As his father. <laughs> oh, a thousand percent. That is what's happening. Yeah. It's, it is literally a fan fiction. He told me he's proud of me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Cameron, so many feelings, so many canonical implications. Yeah, I imagine I this is complicated for you. <laughs> I, I, I have, much like my relationship with my own father, this is very complicated, and there's lots of feelings involved. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I just... I I didn't know how much I I needed to hear some of the words Picard was ready to say. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. But you heard. But I heard, and I listened. It was fine. Uh, and our dear Wesley Crusher is no longer a principal cast member. <gasps> Thank he Christ. Did. Okay, Cameron, read the thing. <laughs> On Stardate 44307.3, the Enterprise has traveled to Pentaris, where Captain Picard must mediate a dispute between some miners on the fifth planet. Wesley Crusher receives word that he has been accepted to Starfleet Academy. Finally! And for his final mission, he will accompany Picard on the shuttle trip to Pentaris V. Wow. To Pentaris V. <laughs> Shit. A distress call comes in from Gaminon 5, where an unidentified vessel has entered orbit and is giving off lethal doses of radiation. Picard orders Riker to take the Enterprise to resolve the situation while he and Wesley travel to the shuttle. Travel in a shuttle sent by the miners, commanded by a local legend? Captain Durgo. (laughs) En route, Durgo's shuttle malfunctions and they are forced to crash land on the surface of a harsh desert-like moon. Though they are unharmed, the shuttle is beyond repair, and its communication systems and food replicators are disabled due to the destruction. Durgo admits he has no emergency supplies on board because he's a dumbass, and they are forced to search for shelter and water. With his tricorder, Wesley identifies some caves and a potential source for water some distance away, and the three set out across the desert, reaching a cave. They find a fountain-like water source, but it is protected by a crystalline force field. Durgo attempts to use a phaser to destroy the field, but this activates a burst of energy from the fountain, which encases the phaser in an impenetrable shell and causes a rock slide. (laughs) Picard pushes Wesley out of the way, but stands there like an idiot and is severely injured in doing so. God. Damn it. Meanwhile, the Enterprise has arrived at Chameleon 5, finding the unidentified ship is an abandoned garbage scow filled with radioactive waste. Their initial attempt to attach thrusters to the barge to propel it through the asteroid belt into the Chameleon Sun 
reportedly fails. Remotely fails. It just fails. And Commander Riker is forced to attempt to tow the barge themselves using a tractor beam. In the process, exposing the crew to lethal, lethal amounts of radiation. As Wesley continues to analyze the force field, Durgo becomes impatient and attempts to breach the field again. But this time, the energy burst encases him as well and kills him and leaves him with a wicked O-face. Picard, weak from his injuries, gives Wesley advice about the Academy and tells him he is proud of him. Aww. Wesley refuses to give up. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, the Enterprise, despite rising radiation levels, which are nearing lethal, manages to get the barge headed into the sun and speeds off to help and search for the shuttle. Wesley continues to study the fountain and devises a plan to disable the force field. He fires his phaser at the fountain to attract the energy defense mechanism, but reprograms it using his tricorder to disable the field instead, and is finally able to access the water. Shortly thereafter, the Enterprise locates the wreckage, and Picard and Wesley are rescued. As Picard is carried from the cave, he tells Wesley that he will be missed. And so ends the final mission. Hmm. Thoughts and feelings. Thoughts, Thoughts and, and feelings. Feelings. Now, when you say this is a fanfic, do you, were you being facetious just about the content, or was is this like that episode of the original series that was literally fanfiction? That they were like, sure, why the hell not? Yeah, go, go for it. Great. <laughs> no, I was being facetious. Oh, okay. <laughs> that would have made me very happy. But oh man, no more Wesley Crusher. I just mean this is this is literally. A fantasy that Wesley would have had in the holodeck to make him feel needed and to work through his issues. Oh, that's your ending. That's your ending. End program. Are you ready to go to the academy? Well, what have you been doing on the holodeck? No, nothing. Nothing. Dad. <laughs> yeah. Thoughts and feelings. Thoughts and feelings. Agreed. And? Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> well since I have seen this many times and even and I'm even aware of Wesley Crusher's future, I would love to hear what you think about this episode, Dan. If he comes back in any capacity, I will be livid. He does. God damn it. Four times. Four times? Four, Four times. In, is he in the movies? Yes. All of them? No. Good. Okay. Uh, this was a good showing. This is Wes Wesley finally like being being good at being a member of the ship and being real clutch. It's a nice send off episode. He gets it to really have is. a good hurrah, a real adventure. He's front and center the whole time. He gets to be smart, but not um, you know, transcendental phasing in and out of reality smart. <laughs> Just like, I'm going to fix my thing to defeat this random fucking water protection creature. What was that thing? I don't know. It was crazy town. I was like, I I don't know why you spent your money on this CGI shield around a bad fountain. Um, But, eh, you know, it's fine. I love... Picard and Wesley together on one final mission, just showing his progression as well. Picard being more comfortable around him. Well, we yes. put you in a uniform, so you're not a child anymore. Good, we can be friends now. <laughs> um, At least appropriately distanced workplace proximity friends. Yes, you know, it it really is a father and son story. It's it's a father and son 
reconciling and, you know, if Picard had died in the end, that would have been, you know, acceptable. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. <laughs> well, not not for Star Trek, but I mean, as far as the story goes, like they've, they, Wesley has closure. He knows Picard loves him. Yes. Um, the, the, the B story was interesting too and that could have been its own thing they just weren't really connected except in like we need a reason that the Enterprise can't save them right away that's the whole point of the B story of course which you know it was effective and interesting and I liked the problem solving they had to do there but it was not the meat and potatoes of this episode um, once again Picard's most emotionally vulnerable moments happen in a cave. A cave. <laughs> the cave of wonders. <laughs> Every time Picard's going to say something that he may later regret, it's in a cave. There's been a whole lot of cave fucking in this show. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. if that just—I don't know if that speaks to the late '80s, early '90s aesthetic. I don't know if it's just <laughs> that all Trekkies are perverts. I have no idea. Oh, a hundred percent, they are. Um. <laughs> I love how fucked up Picard got. He, like, pushed Wesley out of the way of that really bad-looking rock slide, and his poor stunt double just got pummeled. Um, and then... Uh, but, like, he had... Oh, God. He had time to get the fuck out. so much time. He, like, reacted and looked up at them. It's bad. Don't look Oh, up. no! <laughs> oh, Jesus! Uh, but he did save him. That was He nice. did save him, and they their scenes together in the cave was some of the that was some of the best character work we've had this season it was really really nice it was a good send-off to wes and you know maybe got me got me a little misty-eyed when he said he's always been proud of him i know that's what we all want it really is but your dad's an asshole and my dad's dead so (laughs) (laughs) Woo! oi all right. Oi, what did you love? What did you love? Oi, what did you oi. love? I loved, I'm with you. I loved all of the Picard Wesley stuff. I loved the tips that he gave about the Academy. Mm. I loved that he mentioned Boothby, who will definitely come back. And we get to meet very soon. He's played by one of my favorite character actors, but I'm not going to spoil it. We'll just, we'll talk about it when we get there. Yeah, I, lo- I loved that addition. It's like, no, he's the groundskeeper. He's very wise. Listen to him. Tell him. You're my friend, and he'll help you out. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, exceptional. Um, I loved, yeah, I, <laughs> I had a love hate relationship with our dear pilot. <laughs> yeah, it's. Ugh, I just <laughs> maybe it's just my current state of mind, but. Dealing with that level of incompetence, even in fictional media, is just stressful for me. And so I I liked that he was there. He was a good foil. But, uh, woof. <laughs> um, I also had a love-hate relationship with the magical water spirit. Because it's like, this is really interesting. You know, it it was almost too interesting. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, I now want to know who put that there, why, and how it's still standing. 
What happened and to those is people? Is that just regular water? Is that regular water or is that like special water if you're going to put a crystalline shield around it? <laughs> it's smart water, Dan. I'll go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's alkaline water because uh, cancer can't grow in an alkaline environment. It's like and it makes... good for your body because it's alkaline. <laughs> ah. It also balances your chakra and makes it so that my empathy isn't overwhelming. <laughs> I'm sensing bullshit. <laughs> There's the t-shirt we need to get made. Mm. I'm sensing bullshit. <laughs> I'm feeling much pain and anger. Oh, that's me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, God. That's, that's perfection. Just an, mm-hmm. an entire Deanna Troy line. Because mm-hmm. it's so funny. Um, yeah, Durger was... There was a lot of love-hate with this relationship. But, I mean, it was all saved by the Wesley Picard stuff. It was so good. Yeah, that's all I'm going to remember of this episode. That and, like, that they sent a nuclear ship into a sun. That's fucking rad. I Yeah. I mean, I always... I do like that, too, because it just sounds like something that humans would do. Let's just put all our garbage on a barge in space and send it off. Then it's not our problem anymore. <laughs> Someday we'll have a trash asteroid, Cameron. We already have one. A trash asteroid. A trash asteroid. <laughs> Coming to you in 2022, trash asteroid. But yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I really want to hear what you hated about this episode. It wasn't all radioactive garbage scows into suns, was it, Daniel? No, Cameron, it was not. (laughs) Picard, just say the fucking words. Actually, Wesley, I'm your father. There's so much I wanted to tell you, share with you. There's so much I haven't said. It's that I am your father. God... (laughs) Stop it. <laughs> I'm so angry that he couldn't just say it. Like, it's so obvious. It's so obvious. Additionally, they they make an arrow, right? They make an arrow. And then don't walk in the direction of the arrow. Rewatch the shot. The arrow is pointing dead one direction, and they're drifting to the right before they're 20 feet away. I'm like, yep. that arrow no, is it's not going to be helpful at all. Not in any way, shape, or form. No. They are not walking the right way. Um, I was also like, is Wesley really going to the Academy this time? Because I'm not going to hold my breath. That seems like that's been coming for four seasons. Well, yeah, because if he'd left, he wouldn't have been a regular. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm going to do Home Academy. Also... Why did the guy have alcohol? Like, obviously, he was a drunk pilot, but, like, it was such a weird misdirect. They're like, you have water. No, it's booze, but it's for medical reasons. Uh... I mean, same. Yeah, here's my prescription from my doctor. It's so I don't commit murder. Yeah. 100 cc's of top-shelf gin. Yes. Picard would be a gin drinker. Oh, he fucking better be. It's because he's English-French. Well, his taste in in tea is trash, but his... uh... How 
dare you. Earl Grey is a delightful and wonderful concoction. At all times of the day, no. Yes. No, sir. Yes. I defy you. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. 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 I drink it iced. I drink it hot. I drink it with honey. I drink it plain. I drink it with a little cream. I <laughs> also did not care for how very sexual the shots of Wesley hand feeding Picard the water were. That was so very, very romance novel. Very like if if Beverly had come in just now, she would have been like, "What the hell? That's what I do with him." Um, <laughs> In a cave? <laughs> yeah, I was really waiting for Beverly to ask, are there any caves on that planet? Let's just go right there and save ourselves some time. <laughs> Picard in a cave, Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and with his son, I mean, my son. I demand a DNA test. That is his son. Yeah, I was really just fucking furious that they didn't just go for it. Be like, just tell him you're his father. You're his actual father. God damn it. <laughs> it was a uh, youthful indiscretion, and then your parents met and got married. And uh... No, no. I know, I know. I'm just saying <laughs> that's how they would do it for 1990s TV. They wouldn't, yeah, have, done, right. they wouldn't have done the thruple. Now, though, perhaps... <laughs> Yeah, I need a I need a polyamorous thruple in my in my Star Trek, <laughs> like a a legitimate canonized one. Like, come on, it's the future. Don't act like that's not gonna happen. Come on, come on, <laughs> Cameron. What made you scream at your TV and yell? Tell him you're his dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically just. The way that they made them crash land, it was all—it all seemed kind of convoluted. It was like, oh, you have a drunk captain. You really couldn't think of any other reason. And sure, you get to kill him off, and that was very rewarding. But he just gets cocooned <laughs> with this face. Yeah, that was that was dumb. <laughs> Which is one of the things I hated. Yeah, I just—it was really more about love hate because I, you know, I really enjoyed his performance. Durgo. Durgo. It's like, that's like a gold, dog's but... name. Come here, Durgo. Durgo. And I mean, that was, that's kind of accurate. Um, <laughs> My drunk pilot dog, Durgo. I love hated the... <laughs> Wesley was like, it's 55 degrees Celsius. And it's like, that's fucking hot. That is hot. That's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, 100 and... It's definitely over 120. My conversion to Celsius is not good in my head. But it's it's like 1 130 ish. Anyway, 131. Good job. Hey. <laughs> Look at me and my bad self. Um it's hot and I I love hated Where did they get the fabric to make their head wraps thank you i'm like what did y'all y'all have some black t-shirts or just uh, yeah so weird and it's like i I I love the look but i'm like where did that come from and i understand that like the uniforms are made of future fabric so like they're supposed to help regulate temperature and such but if it's 130 degrees nobody's going to be wearing any clothing it doesn't matter how much it's just And I know you're protecting yourself from sunburn and windburn and blah, 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 blah. But it's like, it's 130 fucking degrees. It's 90 degrees here. And it's a miracle I'm wearing clothing. 
<laughs> I hate it. Being hot makes me so angry. Same. Like irrationally angry. Just can't help it. Explosions. The other thing that I hated was I loved the ticking clock of the re- lethal doses of radiation, but it just seemed like it kept getting longer. Like the clock kept being like less and less important. Oh, we're in triple overtime. Just end it already. <laughs> and it's like, I understand why they had to get the momentum going. And I guess they had to make it through the asteroid belt to make sure that it didn't hit something and start leaking. But like, it just seemed a little convoluted. Mm. But do you know what wasn't convoluted, Daniel? The goddamn quotes. You're goddamn right they weren't. Oh, yeah, this first line really got me with my whole feeling the 30ness and life passing me by and having to leave New York and all that. Real got me. Real got me good. I'm sure. Oh, I envy you, Wesley Crusher. You're just at the beginning of the adventure. Sir, in the past three years, I've lived more than most people do in a lifetime. I think I'm very lucky, no matter what happens. How many people get to surf with Jean-Luc Picard? Uh, Just over a thousand. There's quite a few on the ship. (laughs) 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 Mr. Durgo, I would appreciate it if you didn't bury me before I'm gone. And you were worried about how tough the captain is? There's one thing that I've learned from you, it's that you don't quit, and I'm not going to quit now. I've seen you think yourself out of worse situations than this, and I'm going to think us out of this. You're not going to die. I'm not going to let you die. I'm going to get to the water. I'll keep us alive until they find us. I promise. Wesley, you remember. I was always proud of you. Sir, you don't know this. No one knows this, because I've never told anyone. All the things that I've worked for, for school, my science projects, getting into the academy, I've done it all because I want you to be proud of me. Uh, uh, I'm fine. Uh, I love you, Dad. Uh, Mr. Crusher. Yes, sir? What are you doing in such a filthy uniform? <laughs> you don't look so shipshape yourself, sir. Wesley, you will be missed. Ugh. And just like that, goodbye, Will Wheaton. I didn't know. I didn't know. I know you didn't. I'd left it as a surprise because I had to. I just had to. But yeah, he left to pursue other things. And then actually, it's kind of sad. He felt like he, like even when he came back as a guest, he felt like an outsider. Aww. And like everyone was like, what are you talking about? You've been one of us all along. And they finally, like, he finally realized when they all started going to conventions together that he's still a member of the family and that everything's good. And But yeah, he felt like he betrayed them and left them. And they're like, no, it's uh, fine. He's not Yar. <laughs> and they love they love her too. She comes back all the time and they're like, "Yay, family." Anyway, it's it's actually a very touching moment. And I think it honestly served the character of Wesley incredibly well. I mean, 
if they'd kept him around much longer, just constantly being on the ship and failing to get in the academy, it would have been like, yeah, you're not, you're not so special. Yeah, yeah, that's hard. That's hard. But everyone's good now. Well, good. TNG United. I will miss shitting on Wesley. <laughs> well, you have four more opportunities before this series is over, Dan. Oh, good. I'm going to save up all of my rage. And one movie. Ah. Well, they can bring him back in season two of Picard. Fingers crossed. I mean, he did host the Nerd Out show, and it was lovely. Yeah, I think they they should bring him back. But have Wesley, like, have him be hanging out with the Traveler. Like, please, God, let that. Mm, I need it. I need it. I need it, Cameron. It <laughs> happened. I'm willing it into the universe. I'm just, I'm using the secret. I'm just trying to manifest it. You're using the secret. Okay. Mm-hmm. Christ. Cameron, how many secret dads would you give this episode? I'm going to give it four secret dads. Because it was... Yeah, the parts that I hated were because they were almost too good to fit into one episode. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, it was just so touching, the Wesley Picard secret dad stuff, that I'm giving it four secret dads. Yeah, if you can make me cry, you're going to get a four. I'm going to give it four secret dads, too. Oh, on that lovely note, Dan, we have loved it, hated it, quoted it, and rated it. And that just leaves one last thing for us to do. And that's for me to wish you all to not just have a great week, but to make it so. And for Dan to say... Keep on trekking. Well, on that note, we have loved it, hated it, quoted it, and rated it, and that just leaves one last thing for us to do. We haven't rated it. Oh, fuck. No, we haven't. Well, now we have loved it, hated it, quoted it, and rated it. Jesus Christ, I quit. (laughs) I'm out. One more time. One more time. You got it. You got it, buddy. Say the thing. Oh. Did we did we have any bits? I mean, we have my fuck-ups right there at the end, but... Oh, well, you, you want some bits? You want some bits? Get a load of these bits. <laughs> They're pretty nice. A Secret Weapon Production.